This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to my channel. I'm your host, Christina. I'm an intuitive channel, 7D healer, business mentor, and manifestation expert. On this podcast, we discuss how to tap into your intuitive gifts, manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. Today's episode has been a long time coming. I've been talking about this in what feels like little spurts with my clients and different programs I'm running within those containers, but I wanted to talk more about this on the podcast and be really clear about what I think about energy healing and really the new age of energy healing and how I see things shifting they are already shifting, they've been shifting, and how I think they're going to continue to shift in a really exciting way. If you are an energy healer, this episode will be helpful for you. And if you like to receive energy healing, then this will also be helpful for you. And if you don't like to receive energy healing, then you should try it out because it's the best. But before I dive into today's juicy conversation, I just want to remind you that the Uplevel membership is open for enrollment. This is the place to be. It is the best membership ever. I'm obviously biased, but I literally just created the membership that I wish existed. We have monthly Q&A calls that are all recorded. They are so much fun. You can ask me anything you want. We have such an amazing community and we cover a lot of very fringe topics. And then we have our monthly manifestation activation calls, which are super powerful, great way to really activate what you want to manifest. The membership is also where I post all of my channeled messages. This is where I am putting Ascension School, which is basically a school led by the different Ascended Masters and beings that I channel so you can learn from them directly. And I have just tons of video trainings, exclusive blog posts. So you have all the tools you need to tap into your intuition, become a master at manifestation, and really just learn how to create your reality. And I think especially in in these times, it's so helpful to have that community, that support. And there's so much in there about, you know, optimizing our physical health. We need to make sure that we have a balanced vessel. That is the foundation of it all. And I also am going to start adding in more content around brain rewiring specifically and some inner child stuff. So I'm really excited about all of the new additions coming your way, plus the community forum. So if you want to really get connected on a deeper level with other people in this community, other like-minded people, if you feel like you can't talk about any of this stuff with anyone in your life, join the membership. It is so much fun. You can head to christinathechannel.com slash membership to learn more. And that's where you can sign up. I would love to see you there. We're like a big family. And if you want to join a healing circle, we have spots open for the December healing circles. So one circle will be 70 healing. I'll send everybody 70 healing and then give a group channel message. And then the other circle will be an intuitive guidance circle where you can bring your questions and I will share what comes through intuitively. They're really powerful sessions. They're a small group. And I definitely recommend checking them out if you have wanted to work with me. So you can head to christinathechannel.com slash services 
and you'll find the link right there to book if you want to join an upcoming circle. It's safe to say I am no stranger to supplements with my history of chronic illness and my work as a nutritional therapy practitioner. And what I can tell you is quality is so, so important. There is a huge difference in efficacy when it comes to different brands. And you really want to make sure that there aren't any fillers, unwanted ingredients in the supplements. And you really want to pay attention to sourcing. This is why I love Paleo Valley. All of their products are made from only organic whole foods. They're all gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, dairy-free, and non-GMO. And you'll notice a huge difference when it comes to this level of quality. So something that I know a lot of people want right now is extra vitamin C. I think this is good for most people to add into their routine right now if they don't already have it. It's great for boosting the immune system. Vitamin C is amazing for reducing fatigue, boosting energy, regulating your stress hormone. Cortisol has so many other benefits, but between the immune boosting, great for preventing flus and how it can help lower our cortisol levels. Most people will probably want this right now. So I use Paleo Valley's Essential C Complex. I take it every day. It has been third-party lab tested as the most powerful 100% natural vitamin C product on the planet. It has three of the most concentrated natural sources of vitamin C out there, amla berry, camu camu berry, and unripe acerola cherry, all natural ingredients, and their Essential C Complex contains the whole spectrum of vitamin C, no synthetics. Most other vitamin C supplements out there are derived from GMO corn, and they usually contain only one fraction of the vitamin, the ascorbic acid. In addition to their essential C complex, they also take their turmeric complex every day. This is amazing for fighting inflammation, supporting healthy joints, supporting brain health, supporting immune health, and protecting against DNA damage. My body is very prone to inflammation with just how sensitive it is in general and my history of chronic illness. So if you have any chronic inflammation or pain, this is an amazing natural alternative. I have tried a lot of turmeric capsules before and most of them I feel like are doing nothing. I highly, highly recommend Paleo Valley's turmeric complex. Also, if you're having trouble getting your organ meats in, which look, I think liver is delicious, but I know not everybody wants to eat it. Definitely check out their grass-fed organ complex. Organ meats are a true superfood. They are some of the most nutrient-dense foods in the world. So if you're not eating them, you can get those nutrients from their capsule. It's a combination of beef liver, beef heart, and beef kidney. Natural sources of your B vitamins, vitamin A, zinc, copper, selenium, CoQ10. So if you are not getting your organ meats on your plate then check out their grass-fed organ complex. If you want to get your hands on any of these or check out any of Paleo Valley's other products, they have so many incredible products, just head to paleovalley.com and you can get 15% off if you use my code wellness at checkout. That's W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S. So again, that's paleovalley.com, P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com and use that code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S for 15% off. So let's talk about energy healing and how I see this shifting and changing and what you need to know. And I really want to start off by just addressing the question slash comment I get a lot from many of my clients and they're like, oh, I know what you think about Reiki. I want to be clear what I think about Reiki because I... I love Reiki. Obviously, I'm a Reiki practitioner. Reiki opened up so much for me intuitively and as a healer. And it was such a beautiful journey, you know, working as a practitioner. And it got me in the door in a really powerful way. And as one of my mentors says, Reiki is the gateway drug to 
energy healing, which is is so true. For me, I knew for a while, actually pretty quickly, if not immediately, that what I was working with wasn't really Reiki and other mentors that I've had in training, they're like, you don't use Reiki. It's something else. And I was like, yeah, I know, but does it really matter? Does it really matter? And I didn't really care what it actually was as long as it was helping people, very healing and very strong, but I knew it was a lot stronger than Reiki energy. And when I would receive Reiki from other people, I wasn't really feeling anything. It wasn't until this past year that a lot of this really started coming together for me as I was working. I've worked with so many different healers. I love to experience different people's styles. Everyone's a little different, which is so cool. And in the last year, I've worked with some really powerful healers. And there were there was a moment when I realized, whoa, I just felt a huge difference from energy. And I have felt like for a while it wasn't it was helping, but not to the level of what I just felt because that was really strong energy. So as I tuned more into this, I came to understand that as my body had changed, as my vibration and frequency had shifted, that certain types of energy healing just really weren't going to affect me anymore. And so as an aside, if you are using energy healing as a way to facilitate physical healing and are not really noticing a result, maybe you used to be and are not really anymore, or maybe you never really have, I would look for someone who uses a different type of energy that is working at a higher dimension because you will probably feel a difference. And I know a lot of people who have worked with me have told me I've seen so many healers and I didn't really notice anything or feel anything. And then with that session, I actually felt it. Because the type of energy that your body is going to respond really well to will very much depend on the state of your body. Where is your frequency at? Where's your DNA at? There's been a lot of DNA shifts. So I actually did this experiment and it was sort of inspired by one of of my mentors. And she was saying, you should go visit different healers who work with different energies and just see how your body responds. And being very intentional with that, I noticed a huge difference. And there was like a month period where I saw quite a few different people and all of them said to me, they're like, some of them were like, I don't even know what this means, but your guides told me that you changed your DNA. And I was like, yeah, I know. They told me that too. And they all also said, oh, and you also are supposed to know you haven't really been using Reiki. And what's interesting is looking back, even when I was attuned, my Reiki master was saying, wow, this is different. Cause I, I gave her a session. She's like, this feels different. It's a lot stronger than, than what I usually experience from people. So that was interesting. And then as I've talked about before, Lionsgate portal this year, I I'll say downloaded information about a high, a seven dimensional form of healing. And basically my guides attuned me to this. And it was like this whole kind of really beautiful sacred ceremony with, with them. And there are a lot of light activations and I could feel the energy going through my body. And then they said, get out a pen and paper and we're going to tell you what you need to know. And 
they were showing me as they were attuning me and then they showed me symbols to activate. So if you're a Reiki practitioner, for example, you're probably familiar with the Reiki symbols that we use to activate and certain symbols facilitate certain types of healing, certain types of connections. And so they were sharing the different symbols with me and what they meant. And with each symbol also came a word that are not English words. So I wrote down these words and then found out what they all meant later on, because while this was happening, I was literally just writing down exactly what they said. And I would ask them, can you spell that? And I didn't know what these words meant. And then later on, I looked up what they meant and then they were showing me different ways to use it. And then they also showed me how to attune other people and gave me some guidelines around who to attune and how to use it. And so when people are wondering about Ahai, it is a seven dimensional form of healing. Like this is literally what they told me. This is seventh dimensional healing. It works on the miracle frequency is what they said. And so this is like when we see things that happen that seem like miracles, it's such strong energy. That's the frequency it works at. Seventh dimension is very much angelic realm, like pure color, tone, light. It feels very like high. I don't know how else to describe it. I mean, if you travel dimensions or work with different dimensional beings, you'll probably understand what I'm saying, right? If we are communicating with a past loved one that is that is closer to this this dimension, then if I'm talking to a spirit guide or an angel is going to be even higher up there. And so to give you a comparison, Reiki works on the third dimension. It works on the third dimension. And I also want to remind you, Reiki was gifted at a time when it was very much needed. If you haven't yet listened to my podcast about Reiki that I did a while back, I would check that out. But in short, not long after Dr. Usui was gifted Reiki and using this, did a devastating earthquake hit Tokyo and Yokohama in 1923. And he took his students to help heal a lot of the injured using Reiki. And that's one of the ways it really started gaining traction and popularity because of how helpful it was during that devastating time. And I want you to think about everything that's been happening in the world recently and this period of time we're in. We're in the Great Awakening. A lot is shifting. There's a lot of devastating events occurring. So it makes a lot of sense to me that people would be activated to new energies that could really help facilitate healing and our growth and expansion. So that's one piece of it. Another piece is that we have to understand that as we move through the Great Awakening and our DNA literally changes, and as we ascend from 3D to 5D consciousness, as we do all this inner work we go through spiritual awakenings, we raise our frequencies. The thing is, old, I'm going to call it energy technology, isn't going to work anymore. So the same way as I've been doing my work and a lot of these other modalities kind of stopped working on my body, a lot of other people are going to experience or are already experiencing, they may or may not already realize, that it's not really working anymore. And so that's why a lot of people who aren't really getting the results that they want with Reiki do see it with with higher dimensional forms of healing. So to give you this comparison, you know, Reiki works on the third dimension. And Reiki is not the only form of 
third dimensional healing, right? These are just categories, I'll say. And then Rahani, Rahani is newer, I'll say. I believe it was, I believe it was 2017 that the founder downloaded that, but I'm I'm not totally sure. I'm I'm not attuned to Rahani, but I know a lot of people who aren't really feeling a difference with Reiki who then receive Rahani healing. Rahani is working on the fifth dimension and then they do notice a difference. And then Ahai is 7D. So that is what I downloaded. And all I know is what they tell me, right? And what I experience and how it works. And it's very similar to Reiki, for example, in the sense of the energy moves through my hands. I can send it via distance or in person to someone and I act as a channel for that energy. And then it goes into that person's body, balances their chakras, just works to move throughout any energetic blockages. It can help to facilitate physical healing, emotional healing, spiritual awakening. This is huge for helping people wake up. It's a very strong activator and it really does help with the the DNA shift because when I started working with this, they show me a body. Sometimes it looks like a scan and it's like they'll literally show me strands of DNA moving. It's very interesting, but the difference is it's a stronger frequency than other modalities. And I think if you're an energy healer, it's really important to realize that you have to upgrade your technology, so to speak, right? It's like you have a computer and the software becomes outdated and you need to update it or it won't really work anymore. And I'm seeing this a lot in my community of a lot of people feeling like the Reiki isn't even working. And to be honest, I mean, <laughs> my uh, one of my mentors was talking to me about this the other day and she was like, Christina, to, for you to receive the 7D right now is like you receiving Reiki. Like it's you've already outgrown it. We're upgrading really, really quickly, especially if you're in this community. And the thing is, you know, when they were teaching me about Ahai, they're saying, you know, this isn't going to work for everybody's body. And it's important when I attune people to explain to them, you know, some people, depending on where, where they're at energetically, how new to all this they are, they'll probably respond really well to Reiki. And then as things shift and change and they keep raising their frequency, then they might respond a lot better. The energy doesn't hold in everyone's body. And this is part of what they were telling me about when it came to attuning practitioners, because that is something that I I am going to do, especially next year. I'm opening up space so that I can, I can attune more people to this to this tool so that more people can receive it because it's really powerful. But they were saying, you know, not everybody's body, energy body can is going to hold it. Like you have to have done enough energetic work before so that the energy will hold in someone's body. Or if somebody's newer to this to receive the healing, maybe starting with something a little bit gentler. And then for people who have been trying other modalities before and not really receiving the results that they want or feeling it, then this would probably be better for them. But when I'm going in for a healing session, I'm looking at someone's energy body and getting a sense of, okay, is this energy going to be right for them? It's hard to describe. It's part of, (laughs) it's just part of like being the practitioner and learning to work with, learning to work with the energy of being able to turn it up or turn it down. So I'm hoping I'm hoping that that makes sense, but I can already tell, you know, like with a lot of my clients who want to become practitioners, I, I've told a couple of them, 
they're like, I think I should get Reiki attuned. And I'm like, I don't think that you need to. And I know this might be like very upsetting for people. I love Reiki. I love Reiki. I think it's amazing. And if you feel called to it, go for it. But I think if you are a healer working mostly with third dimensional energy, it's good to think about upgrading the tools and it doesn't have to be Ahai or Rahani, which leads me to my next point is I really believe that a lot of people are going to get activated by their guides. And I've already seen this and I was talking about this on on 11.11 in that portal. I was like, guys, ask your guides to activate you. And so many of you reached out to me and told me, oh my gosh, I received healing. I felt light come in. This is going to become more and more common and really helpful, obviously, like get it straight from the source. And then also a lot of people's guides might might attune them. And I know I've had a couple of clients who have told me, I feel like I got attuned in some way. I don't know what it is, but it's like, I feel like I can be an energy healer now. Yeah, they, they do that. And this is where I'm gonna like, I don't know. I don't know if this is gonna bother people, but this has been coming up a lot in my psychic development class where a lot of those women, they want to be energy healers and they feel like they they can't yet. If you are able to send energy and you have the training to do that responsibly and know how to do it, then I personally don't see why you have to have a label for it. There are all kinds of different healers out there. If the energy is strong and powerful and helps people, and I, I do, I will say this a million times when it comes to opening up psychically and as an energy healer, I think it's very important to get trained in in ethics and responsibility and how to use that properly. But I don't really see a need for labels, right? And so I've worked with many healers before who come highly recommended by other people I know, and I know the healing's powerful. I don't really give a shit what it's called. And where I really think energy healing is going, which it it has been, but I think a lot of people still try and put it into a box of, oh, well, what's this called? Well, what type of energy is it? This is us going back into our three-dimensional, I need to put things in a box mentality. The new age of energy healing to me looks like upgrading our tools, working at a higher frequency, and also really developing our own styles. So within the psychic development course I've been running, part of what I've been trying to do is help all of my clients understand their unique modality of being an energy healer if that's what they want to do because we're given unique gifts for a reason. So some people just have this really strong energy running through them and doing the hands-on work or the distance healing is really important. I have some clients who their guides are very much like you need to touch people, like put your hands on on their bodies and that's how the healing is going to be. Other people are more distant. I have some clients who can do a lot through physical embodiment through a lot of movement. That's how they do the energy work. I have some clients who work, whose guides tell them, we want you to do a lot more energy work through using herbs or crystals or using essential oils. We can heal through sound frequencies, singing, sound baths. Like there are just so many different modalities. And I didn't understand this at first because it was years ago. I was told this for years of every Every psychic I would talk to, like thinking like, I don't know, three, four years ago, they had been telling me for years, you don't do a normal type of energy healing. Like you're very much going to make it your own. And 
because my brain was so like not where it was, I was like, no, but I want to understand what it is. And now I get it because that is the future of energy healing and everybody has access to that. So I think that if you really want to open up your gifts, strengthen them to the best of your ability and really get people their best results, instead of trying to put yourself in a box of what works for someone else or what they do, lean into your unique modality. It doesn't have to have been created before. I know with some of my clients, I'm like, look, I want you to try this. I want you to do this. And you're going to be sending energy that way. And they go, do people do that? Does that work? Uh, Well, your spirit guides are telling you it's going to work. So let's try it out. And then if if I feel energy from it, it's working, right? That is called being a trailblazer, being a leader. You do things that haven't been done before. And this is how we create new energy technology, new modalities. Don't be afraid to play with your healing modality. There isn't a wrong or a right. And I encourage you, if you're a healer, ask your guides, what do you want me to do here? And just trust the process. It might not make any any sense to you, but just test it out. And you can have a practice client and say, hey, I'm going to try this out. I'm going to sing. I'm going to dance around you. I'm going to move my arms. I don't even know. And just let me know how you feel after and, and just see. And you'll notice how you feel and how that person feels. I just got a new pair of blue blocks, blue blockers, and I am obsessed with them. I got the Hudson frames, the blue light for daytime. If you work on your computer all day long, the blue light glasses from blue blocks are a must. If you want to prevent migraines, headaches, digital eye strain, macular degeneration, I notice that my head hurts so much if I don't wear my blue blocks. I wear the blue light lenses during the day. If you want some color therapy, you can also go with their summer glow. This is best for people who work under more intense artificial lighting. And if you struggle with seasonal depression, especially at this time of year, they have a slightly yellow tint. So you are getting that protection from the blue blockers plus the color therapy. And of course, in the evenings, the sleep plus red lenses. This is the only true 100% blue and green light blocking lens on the market for after sunset use. I've tried so many blue blockers before and I did not experience the same results that I experienced with blue blocks. This company really understands the science behind this. If your lenses are orange, you are not completely blocking yourself from the full spectrum of blue and green light that we want to block after sunset when the sun goes down in order to protect our sleep and balance our hormones, you'll notice a huge difference if you switch to the Sleep Plus red lenses. These are a must if you struggle with your sleep, if you have a hard time getting to sleep, staying asleep. Also, if you have low energy during the day, if you feel like you're not that productive during the day, if you struggle with any headaches, and also if you notice imbalances in your mood, like feeling cranky, sleepy, tired, and if you have imbalanced hormones. So if you're looking to balance your hormones naturally, it's so important to optimize your sleep of course, and optimize your circadian rhythm. And a big piece of this is wearing blue blockers. It's a simple thing to do. Everybody can do it. And blue blocks is the best. They have so many different frames that you can pick from. They have about 20 different frames. You can also send in your own frames and they can turn them into blue blocks for you. And they have a custom-made prescription service available as well. And I will tell you, I always get compliments on my blue blocks. I love their glasses. If you do not yet have a pair of blue blocks, If you don't use blue blockers or if you have any other brand of blue blockers, I am going to tell you, you need these in your life. You can check out all of their frames, learn about the science behind the brand by heading to blueblocks.com. That's B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. And you can use my code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S for 15% off. Again, that's blueblocks.com. 
And you can use my code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S for 15% off. And when you get your pair, make sure you tag me on social media so I can see what pair of frames you got. For me, my healing sessions are different every single time. They're always different. I will send the distance healing. I do a lot of activations. I work a lot with frequency codes, which are basically just strings of numbers, codes that activate certain things. Sometimes I also go into trance channel and I will let one of my guides do the healing for me. So Isis often does this. Sometimes my arms are moving around. I'm like, I don't even know. I look like I'm a, I'm a freaking wizard person, like moving my arms everywhere. But it works and people people feel it and people get amazing results. And I just do it differently every time. And I ask my guides, hey, what do you want me to do here? And so it's turned into something for me that's every session is very unique and it's unique to me and everybody has access to that. So the new age of energy healing to me is we need to stop putting ourselves in boxes and let your modality become unique to you. And you know, if you know you're an energy healer, you know you can send energy and you feel like, I can't do it because I haven't been attuned to Reiki. I don't think you should let that stop you. Like if you can help people and you're a strong natural healer, there are so many energy healers who don't say what type of energy healing it is. Does it, does it matter? It's energy healing. So obviously don't go around and say, I'm a Reiki practitioner or whatever. If you haven't been attuned to that specific modality that does have a name. So don't lie about that, right? <laughs> obviously not, but you can be an energy healer and you don't have to have a label for the energy. And I feel really strongly about this because I just really believe that a lot of people are going to be activated in really beautiful ways to be able to bring different modalities of healing to this earth. And I don't want people to feel like, oh, because there's not a label or a name for this, I can't utilize it. If it's going to help people, we need it and you're gifted it for a reason. And I know that the more I have talked about the way I do healing sessions with different people in my life and and how I received a high, people have been telling me, you know, it's interesting. I actually was shown by my guides this certain way to make tinctures or a specific practice to use when I'm out in nature or a certain tapping method, but I don't know what it's called or I was trying to look it up and no one else is talking about it. Okay, well, guess what? Maybe you're the first person to to receive it. That's so cool. Run with it. Play around with it for yourself. Get familiar with it. Explore it. But if you were shown something, if you were shown something that is very helpful for you, it's probably gifted to you so you can help other people with it. I mean, especially in the context of healers, because I'm seeing this happen quite often. And as I talked about in my video about the 1111 portal, my guides have been telling me that there are going to be a lot more activations. There are a lot of upgrades going on already. And I really want to just open open your mind to this because if they show you how to do something and it helps people, you don't need to stay quiet about it just because you don't know what it's called. So the new age of energy healing to me, it feels very individualized. And for me, as I train other practitioners in Ahai, my goal is to cultivate their unique gifts and teach them how to use that energy within their unique style of 
sending healing, really playing to your innate strengths. And I think it's so fun, honestly, because when I'm talking to clients and their guides are saying, hey, no, we want her to do this. My mind is blown like, oh, I never even thought about that before. That's really cool. And then they try it out and it works. This is how we develop new, quote, energy technology. So the thing is just to realize that we might need some upgrades with the types of energy we use, the way we do things as we upgrade physically, vibrationally. It only makes sense that what we're using to help facilitate healing within the body would need to shift as well. That's not to say we have to throw everything out the window. I just want to open people's minds to the fact that there's a lot out there and a lot more coming in. I could go down a really deep rabbit hole with this, but there's a lot of energy technology out there that people here don't really talk about. And when I say technology, it's not the kind of technology we think about. We think about technology as some computer or laptop, phone, some device, and we really define it more as a piece of machinery than what the result is. And to me, when I think about technology, I like to just, I'm just going to redefine that word for myself because I think more along the lines of the the results than the actual machine itself. So that's how I've changed the definition for myself. But there are cultures that might have less intense machinery that in some ways can (laughs) seem much more advanced because they understand how to utilize energy in ways that we overlook. I mean, think about crystals and how powerful crystals are. And there are people who are like, crystals are just rocks. (laughs) Well, I mean, uh, you don't understand. You don't understand. And that's fine if they don't want to understand. But there are faster, more efficient ways to create change, to facilitate change that are very outside the realm of what we think of as technology that I think are going to become more and more prevalent. I mean, our range of human emotion in general, like to really master that and understand how powerful emotion is and to be able to channel that energy in a way that helps people, that heals people, the power of love and that frequency and how healing that frequency is. There's there's just a lot that we have right in front of our eyes that people don't take advantage of, that they don't use to their benefit, that we overlook, that people don't fully understand. I could go on a whole tangent about this, but my point is basically that as we shift and change and evolve, there's going to be a lot more that comes down to us, so to speak, different ways of thinking, different ways of doing things. I believe we will be taught better ways, different ways to use energy, and we'll have access to utilizing different types of energies to facilitate healing and and positive change. But I think it's very outdated to look from this lens of, oh, I want to be an energy healer, so I have to be a Reiki practitioner. And again, I love Reiki. I'm a Reiki practitioner. I recommend people see Reiki healers all the time. I love it. But that's not the only form of energy healing. There are so many, and there are so many that don't have names, and they also don't have to have a name. And what's interesting is to get back down this rabbit hole of, oh, well, what kind of energy healing is it? Like looking for a label. It is like 
one of the versions of spiritual people going back into this three-dimensional, let me box myself in way of thinking, because that's also often rooted in, well, I need a name or a label so I can conceptualize this and fit it in my paradigm, fit it in my worldview. Well, how does it work? Which then holds a lot of people back because they feel like they have to understand how something works to allow it to work. I mean, one of the most common things that holds people back from manifesting because they want to know how something's going to come to them. And when you hold on to how is it going to come to me, you're just pushing it away. The universe works in many ways. You don't have to know how something's going to come in to receive it. And this is where people are held back by, well, is there a study to prove it? I mean, first of all, you can find a study to prove anything, but science is actually so behind. Like it's so behind because it takes so long to get funding for studies, to get them done, to review them, and then publish them. Most of them have been tinkered with, I'll say, or they have an agenda. And maybe this is just me, but I'm like, would I rather wait five to 10 years for something to be, quote, shown by science to work or try it out and it heals me and I'm like, awesome. I'll take I'll take the magic energy from the sky. I'm joking, but you know what I mean? And I also think it's really funny because people are very selective about what things they ask about in terms of how does it work, right? So many people will just take pills and they don't ask how it works. They just are told it works and they just take it. But beside the point, the thing is, whenever you're receiving something new, if it really is new, if you want to be on the forefront of something, that also means that you're usually working with information or tools, if it's truly on the forefront, that guess what? <laughs> hasn't, hasn't been there before. But that's how we make progress is we work with things that we haven't before and we see what works and we see what hasn't. And so I want to be clear. I'm not saying go experiment with things that are not safe and not for people's highest and best and don't experiment on other people for sure. But I'm saying that Basically, I believe many people will be activated in different ways. You might notice that your energy healing, if you're a healer, changes. You don't even know how or why or what it is. Maybe you you feel all this warm light and heat go through you and suddenly you feel like your healing has changed. Go with it. You don't have to have a label for it. But if we're being activated in beneficial ways, it's for a reason so that we can help to facilitate more healing for people here. It is to help aid us in the great awakening. And if you're a healer and you really want to develop more, really work on developing your unique style. Think about what feels good to you. What do you naturally like to do? What feels healing for you? How can you incorporate that into your sessions? Instead of just sticking to this script that you were taught by, you know, whoever whoever taught you, you know, they teach in, in their way, but part of how you're going to grow and develop is by developing your unique style. And it's okay to work with different things like movement or sense or sound. If you feel like that's adding to the session, even if you haven't heard of that before, or you don't know anyone who's done that before. What I can tell you is there probably is somebody else out there who's doing it. You probably just haven't come across them before. And I feel that as energy healing has become become more popularized. We've lost a lot of that uniqueness. When you see like legit old school healers 
it's such a sacred, unique process. Everybody is so different. And that's how they're so powerful, right? They've really honed their craft in a way that's that's unique to them. And they've continued to upgrade the energy they're working with. They've allowed their guides to help them with those activations, with those upgrades, and it gets stronger and stronger over time. And overall, I just feel like this this new wave, this new age of energy healing is is to not put people in a box of what style is it? Well, what type of energy is it? It's, sure, if you know, awesome. But you don't have to have a label for everything that works. The energy healing world is very different than other industries where we're boxed in by needing to assign labels for things so that we feel more comfortable with it because we want to fit it into our paradigm. So I think it's going to be really cool to see more and more people develop more of their own style. I think there's going to be a combination of going back to some more ancient practices and rituals combined with higher frequency healing to just create really, really beautiful transformations. And I also think that, you know, especially with the 70, like I was talking about before, I'm, I can only speak from that lens, but I know part of why it's so powerful is that it, it is an activator. And so when people are caught in this in-between of mentally, emotionally, spiritually feeling themselves shift and change and up level, but physically it feels like they're stuck. I know that's part of where the Ahai helps because it's it's such a powerful activator. And so as our consciousness shifts and upgrades, right? We talk about moving from 3D to 5D overall as a collective, people's physical bodies are going to need to upgrade too and catch up. So it's a really exciting time, especially if you are an energy healer and if you are thinking about becoming a healer. I hope this is helpful as a reference point of just don't feel like you have to stick to a formula of how energy healing works because it's not formulaic, right? So let's say you get attuned to Reiki. That's a great foundation. And then you can continue to develop your style and your modality over time and really make it unique to you. I had been feeling the nudge for a while to talk about this. So I hope it was it was helpful and maybe explain some things that you've experienced or allowed you to think about some of this in a new way. But that's very much how I see the the next stage of energy healing transitioning and a lot of what I have channeled myself. And I'm just really excited for all the new things coming our way. These are tools that are going to help us through the difficult times and help us make a really important shift. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you found this helpful or you want to share this information with other people, please take a screenshot, share it on Instagram and tag me in your stories. It means so much to me. I love to see when you repost and I can say thank you and it helps me spread the word about the show because, you know, most of my most of my content is blocked nowadays. I wonder why. <laughs> but anyway, if you do want to experience the high, don't forget I have a healing circle each month. I also run an intuitive guidance circle every month. You can sign up for that at christinathechannel.com slash services. And you can also sign up for the up-level membership where I share all of my channeled information at christinathechannel.com slash membership. And if you want access to my private Instagram page, it is 
the channel crew on Instagram. All you have to do is take a screenshot of your iTunes rating and review and then send it to that account, the channel crew, and request to follow it. And when I get the screenshot of your iTunes rating and review, I will accept your request and you'll get access to the page. And you can also connect further with other podcast listeners in our free Facebook group, the channel crew. Just search that on Facebook and you'll find it. That's going to be it for today's show. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you again next episode.